1: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. com
0: slash style. This is fl 104s Strawberry Alarm
2: Clock Podcast. Here we go, yo. With Jim, Jim, and Nubby.
3: Good uh, morning. How are you? It is Monday, the 18th of October. Uh, we got some messages. a dog barking. Yeah, it's a dog barking. Yeah, Where? I don't
1: know. Are you doing one of those tricks of me where you put a sound effect in? No, and no, I not well. uh, Yeah, I haven't done that. It's a good do, game. You can't do, do it twice, that's the only thing. Um, i tell you one thing. Oh, there is, Jim, there's a dog outside our window. It's like an animal kingdom out there now. If we don't have ma- jumping magpie... That magpie's mad. There's a dog. We have a magpie all the time. It sounded like it was inside, though. It did, it did. He comes up and loafs our window the magpie and then disappears again.
3: So, uh, during the show this morning, Nobby, yes, uh, yes. lots of people texting in and in for the competition we're giving away 25 grand's worth of Blanchard Sound vouchers so lots of WhatsApp's coming in so some stuff gets lost in the mix yes so I went through and had a little listen to some of the random audio that people have sent in if you today's
1: show wow cool
3: if you want to do this and be part of the podcast intro when you're listening tomorrow just uh, send it in and put the word podcast underneath your message
1: yeah yeah. Or just audio. If you don't get around to it, we'll, yeah, we'll find use it. it for this piece of nuggetness. Nuggetness. <laughs> no well, no um, there's some unusual stuff came in, like right?
3: What? Well, first of all, there's a man pretending he's a child.
4: My name's Stephen, and I caught my, my daddy kissing my auntie, and now I get 50 of them a week to say nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 200 a month to say nothing. That's nice That's alright
3: I'll, I'll, I'll take that wedge um, Good morning Jim Jim Good morning Nobby It's Daddy
4: Pig Adele Would you do a duet With Peppa? <laughs> He's, He's
3: been on to us Before that guy He's Daddy very Daddy Pig is very convincing Very good Daddy Pig I'm
1: sure that's not Daddy Pig? Uh, well I was I thought for a second It might have been The reason for that is Freya, uh, Freya dad. Uh, Adele said something About Peppa In, in real life Yeah she wouldn't um, do A duet with her she wouldn't you with her. I actually have it. So
0: Hello, Adele. That made me really, really sad when you said you wouldn't collaborate with me. Why not? Don't you like me? <laughs> is that the real
5: nowadays pepper? Yes.
1: Yes, yes. yes. yes it was, Adele. Um, also, uh,
3: we were talking about Succession and there is a character in Succession that one of our listeners has the same name
0: as. <sighs> Sorry, I have a sore throat. I was at a wedding at the weekend singing my heart out but guess what? What? My name is Siobhan Roy as well. Hi. My real name. And I cannot believe that there's somebody on the telly called Siobhan Roy. Madness. Absolute madness. And my friends call me Shiv. <clears throat> Excuse the sore throat.
3: So Shiv is an absolute wagon. You're not, of course, Shiv, you're lovely. No, but, she's lovely, Shiv. And Shiv in, in real life, the actress is lovely, but the character is a absolute walking wagon now they're all horrible in it the whole family everybody in it the brothers uh, I think the three brothers and and Shiv they're all out to get each other they're all trying to take over the business the dad is horrible he's horrible to his own kids he has them all playing off each other even the people they marry are horrible
1: and it's great the really good news if you are a Succession fan then you've come to the right podcast today because we'll have an extended Succession chat with loads of red carpet people because they launched it on Friday yeah, loads of the characters in it. So, um, in London. It is once a week.
3: I've gone on to now and had a look. and it's So the first episode of season three is finally there. You have to
1: wait and watch one a week. By the way, I hope everyone realises, to get the succession story, Crossy went to London on Friday and he flew from Dublin to London City Airport. Now, I thought Crossy was just being a bit dramatic here. I said to him, like, was the plane landing? Because if you're landing into London City Airport, if you ever have done before, it's a really steep... Uh, descent. They, they they don't slowly descend It's like as soon as you get past a certain point Then it's like nose down But it wasn't that He said on the way to London Half an hour into his flight on Friday The plane was hit by something What? And the whole plane jolted to the left And I was like Now Cazzy again I'm not doubting you But like are you talking about a little bit of turbulence He said the entire wing of the plane Went to the left might a bird or something, was it? An air hostess fell on top of a man's lap. And he said he was scared. Well, air hostesses don't do that.
3: No. I'd say they'd be great um, on the Walters, air hostesses. You know, if they can hang on.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just want everyone to know that Crossy uh, essentially nearly died together. get no, us... No, he did distance. nearly <laughs> die. The plane moved slightly. He didn't nearly no, die. It didn't oh, sound well, slightly, like, Jim. It didn't sound slightly He would have been on the news if there had been something wrong. Well, obviously nothing. Yeah, it was grand. But still... He got a fright And he's Aye. he's done a lot of flights
3: He's jumpy at the best of times Yeah well Playing as jumpy <laughs> What else have we got? Let's find out Right from the listeners.
5: Ah oh, now come on lads He's having a laugh Who's this now? It's not even raining
4: out like It's quite warm A little gentle breeze Not that tough for a job Is it really?
1: Is this because we're talking about Chris He was shoveling leaves
4: At half yeah. six this morning In the dark he, and the he rain He was doing
3: it in the rain And it wasn't It wasn't cold But obviously by the time We played Chris's message the rain had stopped yeah but
1: still we were talking about t- who had the toughest job at half yeah. six this morning we were trying to find out the the person who had wet it wet leaves in the dark you know exactly sounds anyway, like a good um, album. if you want
3: to be part of our podcast uh, th- th- there's somebody else just singing a song to us as well no we don't need to hear that we don't need to um, yeah you can whatsapp us Anytime and put the word podcast in it, and we'll try and find it. Yeah, nice one. Coming up, we will talk about succession. We will uh, also have a great chat with Danny O'Brien. He plays gigs tomorrow night in Dublin and then over in Galway by the weekend.
1: Um, it's going to be, he's a very, very good stand up. Uh, he, and he knows it. And we have a woman who gets a phone call to say that she needs to stop uh, feeding the birds because chicken bones are all over the north side of oh, the Dublin. She's crazy. Because of her. So that'll cheer you up if you're having one of those Mondays. Uh, welcome to the podcast and thanks for listening.
3: So, we were the only Irish station in London for the premiere of Succession Season 3. Crossy was there in style. Was it Saturday night? Friday night? It was Friday night he was there, yeah. Uh, It's on Sky. I've been telling you about it for years. Go for it. We've been waiting two years for Series 3, which drops or lands or plops today. Uh,
1: Is it today, yeah. He met them all. He was very excited.
3: Yeah, so, um, if you've never seen Succession, it's basically about... uh, a multi-millionaire media magnet, and he has TV stations and newspapers and everything, and his whole family, and they're all they're all sort of cutting the backs off each other to try and get control of it. Has he got radio stations? No. Oh, he has everything. All right, he has everything, and uh, it's really good. But like, there's, so there's a, a two brothers and a sister, and there's various people trying to take control of the business as he kind of winds down down to retire. But he doesn't want to retire. Brian Cox is the main guy. And Crossy asked him, if he ever reads the scripts and says to himself, ah, oh, come on, give Logan a break.
4: Sometimes, uh, I, I, it's, it's when I get sick, they, 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 have to, they have to kind of put an obstacle in, in Logan's way, so they make him sick. And I kept saying, but you know, I personally am rather healthy. Why can't we have a healthy Logan occasionally? But they like to kind of put a, you know, like they like to trip him up, you know.
1: He also is, of course, Virgin Media, the now, fastest sausage maker in the world. It's
3: <laughs> Brian Cox. He's done a lot of work. He's more than just a voiceover for Virgin Media. Yeah, but, but like it's that and the ad at the moment. Yeah, it is. Now I can't play. You, you got Crossy got him to say his famous. He say, he says uh, rude
1: words. Oh, we have to bleep it. Yeah, it's no, not bleep. We haven't yet. bleeped it yet. It, no. says, it says here it's not bleep, so let's not play that. Okay. And <laughs> he said it though. He said it like it's. He said people come up to him and ask him. Can you can you tell me to f off? What were your catchphrase? Probably, if somebody came up to you, what would they get you to say? Nod your noggin? Nod your
3: know. no. noggin? Nod.
1: No. no. That's something rude, I'd say, but I'm I also not bleeped, so... Can't tell you now. Um,
3: anyway, Brian loves the artistic freedom he's given on the show. Fair play to
4: him. I, I love what the show has given us in terms of the artistic freedom to do what we do best. You know, and there's nothing like that. I mean, you know, we, we live to work. You know, working is our life. So when you have something as great as this, you go, this is it. It doesn't get any better. The fastest
3: broadband in the land. So his daughter Shiv is one of the best TV wagons of all time. She would eat all the soap wagons for breakfast and spit them Even out. Janine. Oh, this Shiv is the best TV wagon. Is Shiv for Siobhan. Yeah, and she's very beautiful as well. She's the girl with the red hair. Have you seen her? For a blazer. If you're not familiar with the show, you've probably seen her around. She she's gorgeous, but man, she is they're all they're all pieces of work. Like they're all killed, like the the
1: backstabbing that goes on, it's brilliant. It's like Kin without the guns. Yeah. And I'll I'll sum up Kin for you. So Is it over? I don't think I don't know. I was able to at the second break last night go, ah, I'm gonna go to bed. We're up early, I'll catch the rest for tomorrow. You could never do that with Love Hate. No, he couldn't. You would have to keep going. You have to see how the episode essential. ends. Essential, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of it's grand, but you can always catch the end of it the next day. Right. Well,
3: I have it on my to-do list. If I'm, if I'm ever doing time, I'll probably catch it then. hope that happens.
1: We'll have a bleep Brian Cox after seven on F 104
3: past seven now on a dark monday
1: morning a lot of rain out there oh right? there's wind there's trees in the ground it's mild now there's an awful lot of leaves down a lot of leafage yeah watch that if you're on a bike around and slippy
3: yeah a huge amount of leafage just in the last 24 hours i'd say leafage it was rain and leaves on saturday Rain and leaves they're coming down they're booking down instead of and men now it's still very very mild yesterday it was t-shirt weather what happened there was a t shirt about it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I was, it was
1: I, a bit warm actually, yeah. I was like, getting roasted out of it, I was. Yeah. Roasted? And not in a good way. Well, it was a good way actually, sunshine. Look, um, if you want to take your mind off at all, just send us in 25 at the start of your message and send us in your name, where you are, where you're listening. Let us know if you listen on the app, at the radio, or in the van. I'm just, just curious. And uh, we'll call one of you back again this hour and we'll give you some lovely Blanchett Centre gift card money. Lovely uh, wind up
3: coming up later on. A lovely Dublin Mammy. The Bird Lady of St. Anne's, we're calling her. <laughs> and we'll also have comedian Danny O'Brien on the show today, so it's yes, going to be fun. Will. McGregor punched me at party. An Italian DJ claims UFC star Conor McGregor punched him in the face, breaking his nose. The Dublin was in Rome when he was, uh, with his five month old son, was christened at the Vatican.
1: Hang on a second. Hang on. Whoa, 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 Back up the <laughs> truck here now. <laughs> Conor McGregor got his son christened in the Vatican. How do you manage that? How does that happen? Like, who do you ring? Like, what's wrong with the parish? Of was Cabra? there just. was, was Cabra the holy water. Cabra? Was there holy water just there and he dunked his head in it? How do you get. the Pope Francis himself christen him? <laughs> do you want a drink, Pope, do you? Uh, no,
3: no, you're. I can grand. turn that into wine. You're, you're grand. I don't want to drink. Are you sure? Because <laughs> <laughs> the DJ said no. Last night, Francesco Facinetti alleged that he was attacked by the brawler in the early hours yesterday at a plush hotel. He said, we welcomed him as a hero and instead he's just a bully of the worst kind. Surely O'Connor you know, Conor McGregor is too famous to be going up
1: to people and just punching them randomly in the face. Well, look, you know... It's an allegation. It's only an allegation. It's, it's it's only only it,
3: an allegation. like you, Well, it's a serious allegation. He says, police were called at half five on a Saturday after the Dublin st- star allegedly walloped Francesco in the front of his wife, Wilma. Stunned Francesco said He must be stopped Because he's dangerous
1: Is there any footage Any evidence I mean
3: I don't know Well look <laughs> You it's need o- evidence It's only an allegation But there's There's been several Other allegations About him over the years But there you are How do you get The Vatican though How do you book that I don't know I don't know That's fairly like You can't get any bigger Than that for a christening is he a very no, religious man so. He doesn't come across as very religious no, when he's throwing bottles. Not, of... no. Well, maybe he he must be very religious. Maybe he just doesn't like your man's choice of tunes.
1: Your man looks like Rylan, by the way, the DJ. Do you think so? I think he looks like Gavin James. Well, clearly we are looking at very different photographs of him. This is the he's guy, got black hair, no? This is, this is the guy who's been punched. Well, who's this dude? I don't know who that is. It's <laughs> Above, Willman Francesco. Or maybe he's changed his look. But yeah, last I mean, last time we photographed, he got black hair and riding glasses. The I Italian mean, yob. That's <laughs> the
3: headline. Italian yob. Very good. That Connor decked me. Claims DJ. Okay.
1: Anyway, so that's
3: that's just that's what's going on there. Connor's in trouble there now in, in, in Italy. Right. The Vatican, though. How do you get the Vatican? Phone use is is affecting the skin. Apparently, if you are overusing your phones. An Irish skincare professional has cited excessive blue light exposure from phone screens as a factor in surging numbers of people seeking treatment after lockdown. The so skin? The, your skin could be getting yeah, acne flare ups caused by mask wearing, it was another pandemic linked issue fueling client bookings.
1: So <laughs> the blue light in the phone is now giving people acne.
3: Yeah, it can, it can affect your skin sensitivity that's risen by 90% since the summer a lot of people on their
1: phones well this morning's news really is brought to you by people can say anything they want now come here Ollie at the wheel do you want him at the wheel Man United Well, we should fans. discuss Liverpool and Spurs first of all
3: well yeah, congratulations but, to us they're playing Liverpool next congratulations Liverpool absolutely Mo Salah, unreal unreal running down the wing he is just incredible and he's just a wonderful I think he's a wonderful sports person in general I think the man is a, is a legend he's humble He's fair cool. Jim, fair play to Fair play yeah. There's nothing not cool about that guy.
1: And we back to United.
3: So they play, <laughs> they play um, Liverpool next, and a yeah. lot of Manchester United fans. And let us know if you what you feel about this Man United fans. They want Oli gone. They're just thinking right now. This is enough of Oli. We've had, we've had enough. It was nice. It was nice when it, like, it was a lovely idea that he could come back and be as brilliant a manager as he was a player. But it's not happening. So that,
1: also, he didn't start last week, so he's had a bit of a run. Over. Yeah. So, has he lost the dressing room? Gary Neville says uh, that uh, it was pretty awful. The team doesn't work hard enough out of possession. And I would not want to be a defender in that team. No. And they're playing Liverpool next.
3: It's like, that's a massive.
5: Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
2: Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right?
1: So like, it's looking like curtains For Ollie for It was 4-2 by the way Just in case you didn't hear The result 4-2 42 with a hyphen In the middle of it
0: Yeah <laughs> Do you know
1: what's great though Brighton, Brighton are like
3: 5th in the, in the league It's unbelievable it's well a done place Brighton Yeah, yeah. like there's just sneaky up there You know Like well,
1: A oh. sneaky up there What are
3: they doing up there
1: If I was... anyone If anyone knows how to get into the Vatican Will you, will you let <laughs> us know How, I, how I, do you book the Vatican I don't think we're going to be able to rest easy What about a pub And like The, the he parish has one of
3: them The parish of Cabaret No I want more bling I want the Pope
1: <laughs> Pope himself <laughs> <laughs> Well don't kiss head if he doesn't do it It's F104 Good morning
3: Yes they do. It's the strawberry Alarm clock at seven
1: four. We often realise during the show that uh, you know we're we're a lucky lucky pair of blokes sitting here just chatting to you, hopefully making your day a little bit easier, and we've just been reminded of that. We can only have a competition for who has the toughest job right now. Yes. So we're talking about the leaves. Christopher is in the leaves. He's knee deep in leaves at the moment. Well, it's love his th- job to clear the leaves. I love that Christopher has a good attitude here now. Let's wait till you hear him. Oh, we'll play him, okay. Right, here he is. Will we play him? Yeah. yeah. Why not?
2: Why not? Good morning, lads. There's the van in the back of the house. Chris room. here. I'm the guy driving around the city at this hour of the morning with that torrential rain, picking up all those leaves and bags for a company I think we all know. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> miserable out there. I'm sure somebody needs to do it. I have me coffee, I have the van, and I'm happy. Love the show.
1: Cheers, Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. The, uh, do Chris you pretend those leaves are 50 euro notes?
3: The, I'm yeah, imagine. So here's the thing. What? Chris, the the good news is it's fifteen degrees at the moment. Yeah. By Thursday, it's going to drop down to seven. you you were going to give him by eleven o'clock or something. No, Thursday. By, by Thursday, the, those degrees will be. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be very chilly
1: by the end of this week. So enjoy this last bit of heat. So who has the toughest job right now? And what are you doing? Yeah. Well, if if it's a really tough job, they probably won't even be able to to contact well, us. She's able to. He's pulled off for a second. It's lashing rains, the winds baiting, it's dark yeah let us know so any, who was who the toughest on, on picking up leaves in yeah. the wet in the rain wet leaves oh wet leaves oh wet leaves but they're fresh they're not getting they're not kind of real soggy you know. not they're just not, yet No, but give it a few more weeks they're not down the drain yet Like there's just an awful lot of leaves this morning that. that's the them. thing Chris's leaf removal is helping your drains not get blocked up and whatever yeah. else get flooded and if you're on an electric scooter this morning you want to watch, watch them because you go flying why would you be dead if they had indicators because I know they have little red lights on them it would be very handy if they had a little indicator saw a fella
3: horsing down the road in one of them yesterday R- maybe the he had it chipped the road is full of potholes this road no helmet right and he was doing he was like
1: maximum speed I can on only it. do 25 kilometers an hour Oh, he was going faster than that he must have been he must have done something too do must have put a turbo into a <laughs> <that>, man <laughs> he zoomed it up man some of the new ones I was on one a little while ago and it has proper shock absorbers because when you are going over those bumps it yeah. wrecks your wrists really really sore like the, every vibration goes up through your hands but the ones that have shock absorbers it's like a different scooter my favourite one and it's the one that it's used by a lot of builders around here.
3: By the way, did you know that if you wear a high viz you can walk in front of cars? Apparently that's yeah, the memo. Yeah, that's, that's a real, yeah. Around here that's
1: the memo. Yes, yeah, in the road traffic. You, you
3: just stand you just wander in front of a car and like don't even get out of the way. You've got a high vis Anyway, a lot of the builders around here have the scooters with the seats. Oh,
1: do they, yeah. Little putt putts. You <laughs> see them <laughs> see them with the little gear bags on. Lollipop <laughs> ladies is the worst job in the rain. I'm I'm not a lollipop lady. Exactly Claire. I don't like I'm not being funny now, but I, I, we want to know who has, like, is in who's doing it now. A bit early for lollipop. Lollipop ladies don't don't pick up, and and fellas don't so pick up. So you can't call them lollipop ladies anymore. L- Sorry, L- now
3: lollipop people. Yeah, we interview the lollipop game. Do you remember when we saw lollipop
1: lady and she was gorgeous? Do you I remember, you remember one that of those days? Isn't it? Do you remember that she was absolutely gorgeous? Well, anyway. she, yeah, I mean, like for context, Jim. Yeah, she was not like a twenty-five-year-old babe, but yeah, no, but like she was an attractive older she woman. She was an attractive lollipop lady.
3: <laughs> anyway. Uh, the lollipop people don't up sticks until about half eight, do they? you're
1: trying to be funny there up sticks
3: well they don't they don't because they have a stick they don't they don't grab their stick till about half eight uh, it might be quarter past it's for sit.
1: schools obviously yeah for schools so they, they sit in their car
3: until half eight. It was they...
1: the toughest job right now. Graham and Stephen uh are always listening they're starting in 10 minutes working on a roof installing lightning protection. Oh man well that's oh. pretty nice and they're wet now lads I thought roofers didn't get on when it was wet. I'm a refrigeration engineer. I'll be working on a minus thirty freezer today carrying out repairs. Oh, I am well, a that's column if you're an engineer you're probably paid well, so I don't really have any sympathy.
3: Yeah, there. but he's minus, th- minus thirty degrees. He's he really knew what he
1: was getting into. He's working hard in there now. I'd say he's a very chilled guy, would you? <laughs> okay, so we got a hey, refrigeration.
3: No, you were right, you're not being funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got a refrigeration engineer. We got a, I, I still think any Chris Any advance on that. I well, still he, think Chris' cleaning up the leaves. Like, he's got the toughest job of right The now. medical people can't they can't Pick up their phone in Texas. They're they get a tough job. Ah uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know that. But I'm talking about the kind of normal jobs. Come
3: on, any advance on that? Who's got the the most miserable Monday morning? Who's having the worst one? Bus
1: drivers have it hardest, having to listen to every single. Loam <laughs> <laughs> getting on Monday with the weather. <laughs> Only so many times I can feign interest. <laughs> uh, Would you do us a favour if you had oh a chance? If God. it's safe
3: to do so? Or if you I don't know if you're driving right now. <laughs> Can you can you send us in one of just one of your feigning interests? <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah really oh, yeah it's yes. Yeah,
1: Why do people talk to the bus stars about weather? It's like
3: it's bad out there. At least it's at least fifteen. Jim Jim says it's fifteen degrees.
1: It'll be seven degrees this time next week. It's Monday morning. It's dark. Does the leap card work? Yes. End of discussion. Pip. Don't talk to me. All right, it's uh, it's it's seven twenty-five. It's a good game, isn't it? It is a good game. And Eight you, seven six seven nine seven one zero four. If you're not doing something
3: right now that's terrible, give us your your worst Monday that you've ever had. Give us
1: a shout. Back in a second. <laughs> toughest job has to be getting uh, teenagers out of bed. Says Emer. Uh, yeah, it's in there. Look, anything getting kids ready, but we're talking about the teenagers. Jobs. Teenagers
3: sleeping in. Well, yeah. Why is that? Why is the little kids? They wake up at the crack of dawn, but teenagers
1: won't get out of bed because they need more sleep. I don't know. They kept, finally kept on onto themselves. <laughs> what she needs to do is, uh, Johnson here just said doing deliveries to all the nursing homes. The rain is very, very bad. Oh, working dinerod. Oh, dinerod. Yeah, yeah, dinerod today. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the rain. Yeah, yeah. Cleaning all the people's. That's yeah. gonna be tough to beat. Truck driver Martin cleaning portal It seems. Look, I'm. I could be wrong here. It seems like the lads at this hour of the morning have tougher jobs. Possibly, but you know, not everyone can access their phone. But we, yeah, yeah. I mean, Waking I know,
3: up a teenager is definitely
1: not as bad as rod. We had to drains in the rain, drains in the drains rain, drains in the rain. That's it. Yeah, I think I think that's worse than the leave man. You have, have to have your big those those big overall trousers they have, mm. and your boots, and then you get in probably back in the truck and you stink. <laughs> the only thing is about today's weather, you won't see a guard standing in the rain doing a speed test. Is that a myth? No. I think oh, you're I right yeah. setting up scaffolding in the rain oh that's like an Adele song I, <laughs> <laughs> oh. scaffolding in the scaffolding rain scaffolding in the rain yeah I think we have an advance there was the
3: Adele song was that all just a big dream was it
1: no no did no did no. dream that no 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 I did like the Whispers story though where they say that radio stations will keep playing it until it's just one of those songs you just you know to seize the moment yeah Everyone's uh, all about it. She's had such a big gap, though.
3: Yeah. Is she, like, she's sure, like, her her whole fan base are definitely still there. But what about new Adele
1: listeners? What about them? So, if you're, you know, if you're 21. A good I mean, song is a good song. It'll grab people regardless. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Doesn't even matter who it's by. If it. you're 21, right, and you, yeah. you're new to Adele. Yeah. Would that not. You won't be new to Adele because you'll remember from when you yeah, were 11. I suppose, yeah.
3: But you're, but you your Maz kind of music, though, huh?
1: No? when you were 11 yeah uh, your ma would have been listening to Adele you know Yeah, I don't know I ha- Make, like it's only making, 10 years making valavons and crying out the back it's only 10 years she, since she really got going though there has there has been tunes in between like I'm just wondering like will she have a whole new audience or is it just her hardcore that they're loving her plus every time you were watching X Factor back when you were 11 every time there's a heartbreaking song they they would have played yeah, that's not
3: necessarily a good thing
1: to make you feel my love She, reminds, used to you, always she reminds
3: you of bad X Factor That's not good <laughs> <laughs> Oh not this one Who wages an X Factor again
1: Make the strawberry part of your Four a day in the morning Oswald Cobblepot
3: Ah oh, the penguin That's his name And apparently he's unrecognisable Colin Farrell is the penguin The trailer for Batman is coming out in March Right And everyone is saying This is phenomenal I've already seen a, a kind of teaser trailer and looked very violent. Big pressure to get this right, lads. But Big here we go. Pressure. Here is fear is a tool.
1: But when that light hits the sky, it's not just a goal. It's so warning. I've been trying to reach
3: you. Burn the god. This is about a king.
0: Breathers to match. I can take care of myself. If this continues, it won't be long before you've nothing left. I
4: don't care what happens to me.
0: It's only gonna get worse for you.
4: Go! Take it easy, sweetheart.
5: Hear everything they say. Ain't you? Ah, I got you!
4: I got you!
3: Oh, <laughs> oh. Do you know. Here's what I'm, i I think that this is going to be so good, and I think this could be the biggest role of Colin Farrell's career. A, a Batman villain is one of the biggest things you can do. Like you're in the. the yeah, you're in. You're following in Jim Carrey and Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger. And I uh, Jim Carrey was the Riddler, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, these it's funny that you just put him like a. I know. He, he like had yeah, the two Jokers first, and then he came, he just
1: popped in and said. It's <laughs> like quite a jump there. Jim Carrey's the Riddler. The Riddler, but like, yeah. Well, you, know, you had Danny DeVito yeah. as Penguin. Uh, as Penguin also in uh, Batman Forever. He was very scary. Very well, scary. Well,
3: that looks like kid stuff compared to this movie. It does. I don't think, yeah. Yeah. I think it's the same style you know, the Joker movie was kind of violent this is the same kind of like Batman is kicking the you know what's off people
1: all the I think all the Dark Knights are 15s um, this is going to be 18s but look at it the, I, think, I think all the other Batmans were were 12 so
3: but mm. I think this is going to catapult Colin back into the sort of blockbuster vibes because he's done a lot of sort of
1: it kind of hedges easy rolls li- lately It hedges on Orbat as well though Because if he's good Then it trickles down I think he's going to be good If he's bad You kind of just You forget everything else Because if the Batman isn't good Then forget well, you it You can't edge. judge it until you see it Of you know? course Of course But from the trailer It looks unreal So Brian Cox was chatting across you on the red carpet on Friday In London, And uh, he said People ask him to, to Just abuse them
4: Not only do they say it But they want me to say it to them I mean, I get requests of people saying, "Can you tell me off, please?" And I go, "Sure, off." It's the easiest thing to say because you mean it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, Crossy, Crossy, sent me a text the weekend. Said he said it to him. I said, he didn't look like he had to have much, you know, pressure to do it.
1: <laughs> Just ah, yeah, okay. Stop asking me questions. F off.
3: Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker have announced they are engaged. Wow! They have confirmed reports shortly after the news broke, less than one year into dating. Courtney and Travis are going all in on their romance and getting married. They Stop co- the lights. Now he's, he's been married to a few different people, hasn't he? Uh,
1: I don't know the exact number. Yeah, well, I can tell you later. His girlfriend history is qu- quite remarkable. His engagement ring collection. Yeah. Must be extensive.
3: <laughs> anyway, they got engaged. They, told, uh, they announced it on Instagram. And uh, this is Kim Kardashian's first time getting married and Barker's third. Right, and, well, yeah. as
1: the Kardashians go now, it doesn't generally end well. When you get married So good luck to them Best of luck Yeah I hope hope it works out Just The average of the family tree Would suggest otherwise Now he's completely Covered in tattoos So if he wants
3: to have Her name somewhere special There's nowhere left
1: Unless Might be a bit
3: tight for space It's very tight for space Although we haven't seen All of them Jim You'll have to get Something removed The man is a walking tattoo Even (laughs) his neck is done (laughs) He's still not
1: post Malone, though Or is he worse I think you'd have to get something written on the face It's 7.53 That is Dish to Dirt on F104 So if you ever want to wind somebody up Do get in touch Sometimes
3: it works out Sometimes it doesn't Sometimes there's no idea for something um, Alright, right, you're starting to sound a Adele there but Sometimes you,
1: it works out 08
3: Sometimes 7, 7, it doesn't 6.7.9.7.104 Put the word prank in it so I can find it, right? So beck has got in touch with us Her mum is lovely Her name is Patricia and she lives in the in the vicinity of St. Anne's Park. <laughs> and she feeds the birds. She loves feeding the birds out the back. Right. She's famous for it. She says the only thing they don't like is salt and vinegar crisps. She gives them everything. She she the, the birds love her back garden, right? right? So we ha- we didn't have anything, so we just we decided we'd ring. we'd ring and say we were doing a documentary about St. Anne's Park and that she was famous for some weird reason. And <laughs> she went with it. This is Patricia, the Bird Lady of St Anne's.
5: Hello.
3: Oh, hello there. Is that Patricia English? It is. Yeah. Patricia, how are you? It's Angus O'Reardon here from RTE. How are you? Oh uh,
5: yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. I know you well. I know you well. <laughs> oh well. Well, thanks. not personally, but I know you. I know you to see. Do
3: you ever watch the? Do you ever watch the TV show Nationwide?
5: Of I do, yes. yeah
3: Well, I was told that. You're, you'll never guess what's happened. We're doing a documentary about uh, St Anne's Park, you know. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. And we're going to do a documentary. It's going to be all about the amazing side of St Anne's Park. And It turns out that a lot of chicken bones have been found in St. Anne's Park over the years and nobody can work out where the chicken bones have been coming. So we got a private investigative team to work out where the chicken bones are coming from. Turns out the chicken bones are coming from your house.
5: From
3: my house yeah don't you leave chicken carcasses and that out the back out and or well, whatever I leave
5: out the seagulls eat
3: them they take them away right but they drop them into St Anne's Park so they've been finding carcasses and bits of chicken and bits of old bones and people were wondering where it was coming from they didn't know where it was coming from it was a mystery <coughs> I know we were trying to find out who was the phantom board lady of St Anne's Park oh
5: my yeah God. and it turns
3: out it's you it's you Patricia you are the phantom board lady of St. Anne's Park. People have been finding all sorts of things.
5: Yeah, but I that's what I say. The birds eat everything I leave out.
3: They're not getting it down the old gully. They're getting up in the well, air. The and seagulls
5: f- definitely do.
3: The seagulls, you can't trust the seagull. So what the seagulls oh do
5: is they get god. over they
3: get over St. Anne's, they drop a bit of chicken bone and they're going oh, and then next to people people are finding the chicken bones. Where are these coming from? This has been going on for years, Patricia. Oh
5: my god, I'm in trouble then. Oh no, you're
3: not, not in trouble, no, you're famous. You're the board lady of Saint Anne's Park. Do you remember oh Brenda Fricker and Home Alone? Oh,
5: Brenda Fricker, of course I do. In yeah, Home
3: exactly. Alone, remember with all the pigeons? Oh, on
5: her? stop, stop! I'm not like
3: that. No, I know you're not. No, but you. But she was known as the board lady, and that. But we. What we'd love to do is get you down to Saint Anne's Park and interview you for Nationwide and ask you about all your different chickens.
5: Oh God, no, no! Oh my God, no! I'd be too. No, no. Oh no! Please. There's
3: no pressure. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Oh my. We do you know what we could do? We could interview you against a window with your face blacked out so you don't nobody can see you. you know, so it's just a silhouette. And then we could ask you about the chickens and how often do you have a chickens? Is it a Sunday afternoon you have the chicken and then the chicken bones out the back and where you put them and all that. We just oh my. blow open the whole mystery. The whole the whole country be talking about this. I'd say Joe Duffy be talking about it. One of, my,
5: one of the girls on the road, as well, was, was waking, and she was saying, "Who the hell is feeding the birds around here?" And I said, "I don't know. I didn't say anything. I didn't admit anything."
3: Well, we, we will say we got in touch with the bored woman of Saint Anne's Park.
5: Oh my god!
3: And do you know what oh. they, want? they want? They want to actually they want to have a, a special entrance going into Saint Anne's Park in your honour, with like maybe a picture of you made into the yeah, gate.
5: you're this is I'm ch- this is a wind up. <laughs> It bloody well is, isn't
3: it? What makes you think that, Patricia?
5: Oh my god. Has that to do with my daughter? You there, Bex. Rebecca English, is it? Oh, for (laughs) f***ing sake! Oh my god! Oh my god! God. I'm going to kill her! I'm going to kill her! (laughs) She's just as well. She's on her way. She's not here this morning. Who's
3: that? It's Jim Jim here from the Strawberry alarm Clock. Oh
5: my God. Oh Jesus <laughs> Mary and Joseph. Oh my God. I really am. I mean, I was in I'm in an office. I'm to me being arrested. I'm <laughs> <laughs> to the American Seagulls. Oh my oh, God. <laughs> Angus. I was thinking of Angus that used to do the, um, the RTE news. Remember Angus? <laughs> He retired a few years ago. He was lovely. Alice and he's so, he has something to do with lovely animals, doesn't he? I don't know. Lamb, not llamas. What do you call those lovely animals? That's why I think that he, he was probably saying, oh. Was I putting other animals in danger or something? Holy God, I can't believe it. <laughs> even, even my granddaughter in Toronto knows I feed the, the seagulls.
3: Well, she's going to hear about this.
5: <laughs> I think I go and have a glass of wine after this. It's a bit early now, Patricia. Oh, I can't, I can't, because I have to pick up my grandson from school. I can't do no, that. No, please don't. <laughs> the Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. FM 104's Instagram With MissQuote.ie Committed to delivering great value car insurance See what you can save at MissQuote.ie you
1: often to chicken bones around the footpaths here Near the station But that just could be builders <laughs> Or seagulls, I don't know Kieron, good morning Good
3: morning, lad. how are you?
2: Congratulations,
3: you became a dad recently
2: Yeah, that's right eh? He's three months today So hopefully he can give the few easy questions there
1: The sleep has been tough, has it?
2: It's been very tough
1: So right. it's been very easy
3: today What's his name? <laughs> his name's
1: Noah Noah, Noah. Okay
3: yeah. Cool name Alright Oh thank you So we have the questions Some of them are very easy Some of them are written oh, by our little people of listeners
1: Yeah Good Good. Um, the, I think this is doable Like, it, it all depends though you know Yeah
2: no question
1: no. Okay Okay <laughs> Right, 1,000 euro if you give us uh, 10 correct answers. The very best of luck. Okay, let's let's go. go. Here we go, here we go. The
5: game starts in 3, 2, 1.
1: How many wheels does a tricycle have? Three. What colour is an emerald? Green. How many chambers are there in a human heart? Four. In football, where is the SPL played? Could you repeat that again? In football, where is the SPL played?
5: Uh, Spain.
1: True or false James Bond star Daniel Craig
3: Supports Manchester United
5: False
1: Sorry what? Uh, false What's the hardest Natural substance In the world?
4: Hmm I don't know
2: Ryo- femur. <laughs> What did you say? Go ahead okay. Ryoca- no,
1: The femur I just said a bone femur bone. Yeah, wine Comes from which country?
2: Oh France I
1: don't know. Lanchardown Centre is celebrating what birthday this year?
2: Uh, 25 years.
1: What new Netflix show is the biggest hit they've ever had? Mm, succession. And who is older, Adele or Drake? Drake. Would be the right answer. Okay. Adele is 33. Adele's
3: 33. Drake will be 35 next week. Oh, yeah, very
2: good. I'd say it was one or two on there, I think, I... Right? I didn't get no the natural.
1: In, in a in a weird twist of answer Instagram dancers, right? Uh, an emerald could be you could have a diamond coloured emerald, right? They're they're linked. Mm-hmm. And you said SPL, which is the Scottish Premier League. You said Spain, and that's where the Rioja region is. Uh, Isn't
5: that weird. Yeah, I said so?
3: Spain already. I didn't want to say it again. Ah. SPL is yes, is Scottish. Yes, yeah, Scottish yeah, Premier yeah. League. Um, Rioja is in Spain. Yeah, twenty five. Ah. Is correct. You're listening. Good man. Squid Games is the show that Netflix have said is their biggest hit they've ever had.
1: Okay, I think Crosby threw me off at that one. That's well, a third. Succession is back tonight, Jim, <laughs> yeah, but it's on Sky. Ah, uh, that's right there. Yeah. Sky and now. Sky and now. Uh, Daniel Craig, is he a Man United fan, Jim? He's not. He's a Liverpool fan. Hey. hey.
2: Okay. What was you... that, nine, eight out of ten? Nine Six. out of ten. Six. Six? <laughs> Six? Ah, God. Come on! Don't do me like that.
1: Well We can't help but <laughs> answers you
2: gave. That's right. All right. Thanks, Anya. Thanks for playing. Cheers, dude. See you <laughs> next time.
3: Dublin's up in four. It is the strawberry alarm clock, and we can now beam into Austria. Is it? And speak to Danny O'Brien, the comedian.
2: I'm just I'm just back from Austria, lads. I wish I could have been there instead of that scaldy Ryanair, but it's good to be back. So <laughs> I'm just excited uh, to be home. I've I've been away for about a month, and uh, so it's nice to be back back in Ireland for a good few weeks now.
1: Did they have any food in the Ryanair? I'm doing a little anecdotal survey, or was it just Pringles?
2: <laughs> no, what I do is now uh, I put on noise cancelling headphones, an eye mask, and a mask, so I look <laughs> like I'm in it's like Squid Game, <laughs> and then I pull my I pull my hood up over that, okay. so they can't see the headphones in, so they can't force me to listen to their announcements. Wow! Wow! Yeah, it, you just you just block it all out, and then suddenly you're back in Dublin pain free
1: so if you you mean if you land in the sea at 500 miles an hour you won't know what to do with the flotation device that'll still be better than the announcements I'll take it well
3: it sounds like he'd still be strapped into the chair he wouldn't even know anything was happening <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: That's yours. ignorance take is it. bliss <laughs>
1: Is it true that you're, you're gigging like a, a mad joke? Uh, you're doing Galway and Dublin in the same weekend.
2: I am indeed, yeah. I've got three shows in Dublin, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in the Wild Ducks. So I've got a mini comedy festival there called the Wild Duck Halloween Comedy Festival. So I've got three uh, triple header shows, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, And then that's going to get get things nicely warmed up for a a, a massive weekend in Galway of gigs. I'm doing two huge gigs on the Saturday and the Sunday at the festival. So really looking forward to them.
3: And as we always say, if you haven't seen Danny performing, you have to go and see him. What would be the word for your style of comedy, Danny?
2: I wouldn't say it's chill.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The outrageous Danny O'Brien. I mean, we spoke before. I saw you when you uh, supported Bill Burr, and I know he went and he went to gigs with you in a, in a smaller venue and everything. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, class.
3: And it was like you, you nailed it. Like people, were I like could hear people when you when you left the stage because I'd seen you a couple of times. When you left the stage, there was a real buzz from people who hadn't heard, had uh, never seen you before. going, That guy's brilliant. What's his name again? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Jim.
1: <laughs> it was pause for applause, wasn't
2: it? You there, Danny? Yeah, of course I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And yeah. I, I'd also just like and to say... <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. just finally upstage, Burr. and... There was just a weird
2: pregnant pause there, and I was like, what's coming?
1: Yeah, of course I am, yeah, of course I am. I'd also like to say that your Instagram game is also very good. You know, rarely do you put something up, and I don't go, that's funny.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I, I try to keep it out. It's kind of like a hobby or something, to kind of... Keep, keep me laughing and entertained in between everything, do you know what I mean?
1: That kid you put up the other day actually, who's in costume, I actually showed that to my six-year-old and she was she was like, who the hell is that? And I was like, look, she's making all uh, the other kids cry, but she went oh, to... Oh, the,
2: the, uh, the, the Halloween one, yeah. Yeah, it's, she uh, went to school like that. Jap- Brilliant. It's out of a Japanese horror film and uh, it's absolutely terrifying, like...
1: <laughs> anyway, go follow follow Danny, that's basically what I'm saying.
3: Danny, What during the lockdown and, uh, you know, a lot of comedians started emerging from the likes of Instagram and TikTok and places like that and now they're now they're you know probably trying to book gigs and you know with you now and get some stage time can they do it can they transfer their funny from their videos to the stage
2: I think some of them can absolutely Um, and to be honest with you it's two very different things do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like the aha take on me. You can't just jump from TikTok onto the stage because there's no <laughs> editing on the stage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and listen, anyone who wants to get into stand-up, I, I do stand-up workshops in schools. I do them for companies, um, you name it. I've done them in colleges. I'm, I'm always, like, happy to help anyone get onto it. But um you have to do the work. And if you don't do the work on the stage and you don't put in your hours, you kind of get found out quick, unfortunately. And that that's the thats the beauty of stand-up. There's nowhere really to run. Do you, do you get what I mean? Yes, who helped,
1: absolutely. Who helped you, Danny? Who was the person that you said, oh, finally, I'm getting a break here?
2: Um, I suppose, like, the likes of John Caleri and Carl Spain have always been, like, kind of mentors to me at, over the last 10 years or so. And then... Um, you know like the people that you started out gigging with and stuff we all like you know i've always taken advice really especially in the uk as well like i remember doing junglers and stuff like 10 years ago and you know the promoters would just say to you they they they'd, they'd critique you and go you know you're speaking too fast you know be less irish you know all <laughs> those <little> things <laughs> and you have to you have to take it on board because you, you won't grow if you don't take the criticism like uh, i was even i was doing shows in austria with a scottish comic and the two of us were going like right we need to slow this down a little bit you know a couple of phrases that we both used didn't really click with the Austrians so you're constantly having to adapt and refine to make sure the audience um, gets what you're saying you know
3: a bit like being a DJ Jim exactly we interviewed a comedian I won't say who it was but we interviewed a comedian a few weeks ago and uh we said, "Are you going to do any any sort of COVID material?" And they said, "No, there's no cracking it. Not going to talk, Not going to mention it." Then we found out their whole set was COVID. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Is the game oh yeah, classic, absolute
2: classic.
3: I haven't studied for this exam, and this next thing, bang.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Haven't done your homework. Like, listen, if you haven't written a joke in the last eighteen plus months that doesn't involve COVID, you'd want to maybe rethink your career choices. Like, you know what I mean? You've had nothing but time. Like, seriously, like you have to get the elements in the room out of the way. Like, I did a show. On Street um, at the start of this month with Deirdre Payne and Ardlo O'Hanlon and I was hosting the show and you just like at the start you know kind of reference it and go it's great to be out blah 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 then you're away like 30 seconds you know you know it's great to see everyone smiling happy again and then you you're you're into your jokes into your material into having the crack again yeah, yeah. but um you know we, you know it's been crap for everyone for the last while everyone's a like comedy to get away from that so like I will not be doing any of that I just want to have the most amount of fun with all the audiences and uh, just enjoy it as much as possible. And the comedians are all the same, you know.
3: And you were you were probably the most innovative during all that whole time when, you know, you had gigs that were inflatable uh, venues and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So you you were itching yeah. to gig
2: again. Yeah, well, I, I literally, as soon as I could get out, I went to the UK. I did the first gigs in Scotland at the end of May and it was in Monkey Barrel up in Edinburgh. I was actually only there two weeks ago again. But, um they were like it was 28 people indoors socially distanced and it was a bit weird man you know what I mean but to be honest with you it was still a million times better than online shows like I didn't care I was (laughs) like I don't care if people are ordering their drinks off apps like I don't care I'm just this (laughs) is the crack like
1: Was there at any point during lockdowns that you know you're brushing your teeth or shaving and you did some stand up into the mirror because you
2: missed it so much No absolutely not like (laughs) just just me looking in the mirror every morning just going you're going to be really funny today (laughs) Uh, <laughs> well look, you're playing the wild duck. So uh Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty-first. So I've got three triple headers on that. I've got like Jerry Staunton, uh the next night's nice Jim Elliott, Kevin McGahorn, and Dame Clark. And I've got an Australian performer who's a good pal of mine called Alina Gabrielle, who's based in Berlin. And she's doing Galway Comedy Festival as well. So she she's gonna do a show with us on the Thursday. And then on the Saturday, I'm on, I think these are probably two of the best lineups I've ever been, like in the world ever. I've been lucky to be on some class lineups, but the Saturday shows with an Aussie comedy legend called Steve Hughes oh, yeah. and Glenn yeah. Wool, who's who's Canadian. Those two lads are very much comedians, comedians yeah. as well. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, we always just love watching them. And then um, Enya Martin and Leo Curse, who is in Austria with. And then the Sunday is a powerhouse. It's Deirdre O'Kane and Bobby Davro. <laughs> okay, wow. okay. I know and Joe Rooney as well and then Ennio Martin and I was like I never thought I'd be doing a gig with Bobby Davro <laughs> something I like thought be
3: <laughs> well that's some lineup. okay so you're going to be busy for the next week anyway
2: yeah absolutely you're looking forward to it and it'd be great to catch up with everyone again as well you know well it's good to see you gigging again
3: Danny uh, Danny O'Brien comedian he is uh, flying at uh, Wild Duck this week and then over to the Galway Comedy Festival enjoy the gigs
1: follow oh. him on Instagram
2: thanks lads good to talk to you cheers dude
3: Mm-hmm. What a tune Oh it's back and I'm very jealous I've seen people You know when you've been Waiting for a show for so long That people have a sneaky watch Maybe breaking Their uh, co-watchers Are you saying people Will be taking advantage Of working from home Jim? I see people watching it Now on my timeline And I will watch it Later today Succession Season 3 has arrived If you've never seen Succession I've been banging on About it for ages It's fantastic Brian Crox Brian Cox is the main man <laughs> And uh, we asked him if he ever reads the scripts and says to himself oh come on give Logan a
4: break sometimes uh, I, I, it's it's when I get sick they, they they have to they have to kind of put an obstacle in, in Logan's way so they make him sick and I kept saying but you know I personally am rather healthy why can't we have a healthy Logan occasionally but they like to kind of put a you know like they like to trip him up you know the
1: most popular thing people ask him on the street is to say the line
4: not only do they say it but they want me to say it to them i mean i get requests of people saying can you tell me off please and i go sure off it's the easiest thing to say because you mean it (laughs) (laughs) what a a voice and what is the thing he loves about this show succession I, i love what the show has given us in terms of the artistic freedom to do what we do best You know, and there's nothing like that. I mean, you know, we live to work. You know, working is our life. So when you have something as great as this, you go, this is it. It doesn't get any better.
1: We also spoke to other cast people, but uh, finally for Brian, there's so little trust in succession. What does he think about that?
4: Yeah, well, but human beings, you know... You can't trust him.
1: <laughs> so season
3: three of the show has been uh, highly anticipated. We went two years because of the, uh, the, the the pandemic. And we asked, how does he deal with that?
4: Uh, well, you don't think about that. You just treat it as it comes. Have you thought about, oh, is it going to be as good as that? Is it going to be better than that? You know, that's, that's a waste of energy. You just deal with it as the material as it comes. And that's the way to do it.
3: Alan Rook plays Connor Roy in Succession, and he told us his view on that character.
4: Well, he's
1: missing a chip, you know. So, so uh, some of it, some of it, kind of shoots by him. But uh, um, I, I think a lot of it is that he's just he's sort of accepted his little niche in this in this family, and. Um, a lot of it, some of the stuff he he deflects, he lets bounce off of him. But um, I think we'll see as time goes on that he's decided he's not going to be the punching bag anymore.
3: So Alan Rook, yeah. just to let you know, mm. do you remember Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yes. Ferris Bueller's best friend—that's Cameron. Alan, that's Alan Rook. Yeah, Cameron. That's Cameron. That's Cameron. Yeah.
1: Butter, 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 okay. Uh, also, uh, Jay Smith Cameron plays Jerry in Succession and does she like the show?
5: I, I don't know what to make of it but it's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. It's a wild story. You never know what's going to happen. It's really rugged and all over the place.
3: <laughs> and Kieran Culkin, right? There's a... The, Kieran Culkin and Sarah Snook who play Roman and Shiv arriving uh, in front of Crossy on the red carpet at the same time and just like Roman... Uh, Roman is a very wise cracking guy. Karen is a messer, and uh, here's what happened.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess you, gotta, you gotta go. It has to be at the exact same time. Well, I, I guess I just don't, don't really have like I'm a sense, sense of it. Um, well, so, I mean, it's, it's hard for me because, because I'm not really like paying attention, yeah. attention yeah. to that. So, no, you're just kind of trying to say what I'm saying instead of your own opinion. opinion. So, I'm going to try to say what you would say, <laughs> which is, "Oh yeah, mate, it's lovely. Uh, I love being here. Yeah. I love. I six on Sky there you go
1: <laughs> I keep How forgetting that, you she's, that she's Australian I keep forgetting that because her American accent is flawless Sarah Snook reveals this season in particular is very tense
2: no absolutely not I mean you can see from the trailer we're going beast mode we had to go beast mode to make the thing in the midst of a pandemic so I think that really comes across in uh, in the episodes and they really they, they rocket along from the very beginning
3: and will there be a possible season four Sarah Snook doesn't know we're going to have to watch this season first but what does she think?
2: No, it's great. I mean, where it goes is, is, is unknown to us and, and uh, hopefully also unknown to the audience.
3: So people are already asking for it. In the opening credits of Succession, it's all them. It's done like Super 8 footage of the kids when they were uh, years ago. And it's also you know, the, the main character and the kids growing up in a mansion. And people are asking, when is this the prequel going to happen where all the kids are growing up in the house and the Brian Cox characters in his 50s kind of thing? Because that, that's a possibility too mm. So uh,
1: That could happen There you go There's your succession special And uh, there are more videos and footage A uh, really great photographer Took a great picture of Crossy Actually chatting Me chatting to Kieran Culkin And Sarah Snook and uh, just got the shot across you behind with the F1 over the microphone and saw black and white. It's very, very moody looking. Very arty. It's very cool. Very dirty. Get on it. So uh, enjoy it. Uh, enjoy it. And uh, it was great to catch up with them. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device.
5: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.